I threw up at the weekend. That was fun. Why? I just drank too much. <laughs> nice. <laughs> when was the last time you'd done that? Oh, gears. I've yeah. not thrown up in a very long time, but I uh, I may have drank a bit much on Friday night. And, uh, was it something in particular, or was it... What do you mean? What, like, what was I drinking? Like, was it some particular drink that sent you over the edge? It was just the, no, the like, quantity? It, no, I think it was just the quantity, because I, I threw up at, like, midnight, and I'd been drinking since half four. Holy shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll do it. So I, I, I can't. But the thing is, it was... It was almost the good Glasgow phrase of it was almost a tactical whitey because I did it and then came out of the bathroom feeling amazing. Was like, you, All you right, always we're do. Great. Yeah, we're great. We're good to go now. You know that it's a you know that it's a it's a tactical whitey when, um, like any even when you're ill, right? As soon as you throw up, you feel amazing. Yeah, you feel absolutely brilliant. But then it's like if you're back there in like an hour and a half, you're ill. If you're fine, you've been drinking. That appears yeah, to true. be the difference. Yeah, I was perfectly fine after it. Yeah, to, oh. to get up. But there was there was I like lost an hour as well because the last thing I remember is like someone bringing out a bottle of prosecco and then like a skip time. God, you're the then, classiest fucking student ever. Who I don't know. Someone someone bought a bottle and said, "Can I have a bit?" And they went, "Yeah, sure. Here, give me a glass of prosecco." Look classier than the the, the memory gaps I have. Yeah. yeah, Jesus. Memory gaps where you end up buying bread. Anyway, yeah, right, sure. Christmas, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. This is the game we just started podcast for the sixteenth of December, twenty fourteen. My name's Callum. My name's June. Is it only and Christmas June, people? Like, is that o- it? Only Christmas people. Can it's exclusively for Christmas people. So just yeah. elves and jolly fat men. And I was, I was gonna say, I know we say this a lot, but mm-hmm. I legitimately mean we've got a very special episode today, June. Oh, do we? Like, we and actually mean it this time? This. Yeah, it's a special episode. Okay, yes. Because of course. you know what all entertainment vehicles do around this time and this time of the year. Uh, what's that? It is a good, wholesome, family clip show. So we're not actually going to make a new podcast. I'm just going to make you work really hard and do a clip show of our best points of the year. Okay. Start uh, with our original interview with East Gilmo. Okay. <laughs> Which will come now. I lied. It's not a clip show. <laughs> really? I, I, I can simulate what our clip show would be like if you'd like... Isn't it just like 20 minutes long because we don't have any good content? Well, there's also that, and then it's just basically like us saying poops and... Or any time we say the word poop or dick. Yeah, basically, and, um, just forever. That Eve's Gilmo thing, that time we pretended to be the execs from Nintendo. Melancon was pretty good. Melancon was pretty good. Uh, I can't remember, there's, 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 there'll be other there, bullshit. There's, there's a so. bunch of stuff there. I dread if we ever have to do a clips episode, because you have no idea how much work that would be in my end. I know, that's like, why I was so much work. I was, I was worried that you were just going to shit yourself and be like, oh, eh, what? It's not <laughs> happening, it's not happening. I, I knew you weren't going to do a clip show. So yeah, it's Christmas. Well, it's not really. Well, it's, it's not f- really Christmas yet. It's the 16th of December, but if you believe... A week away from Christmas. If you believe my local supermarket, it's very much Christmas. It's three days away from the start of the holiest holiday event, which is the Steam sale. So have they confirmed if that starts? Yeah, it starts on Thursday. Oh, cool. Okay, good. I've got like 20 quid worth of Steam credit. 
to spend. So. <laughs> yeah, I've got all this free money that I earned off selling Dota items and Counter-Strike chests. So I'm... <sighs> Wait, how did you get... Oh, you play Counter-Strike. I play Counter-Strike. <laughs> yeah, that would so do it. Too often. Um, yeah, like I went in to get some... Just stock up for the week uh, before we started recording and there was a full-on like band playing in Asda. Like, oh, yeah, was... we had uh, we had the Salvation Army at yeah. our Tesco it... just playing their tubas or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just they only exclusively play tubas. That's the only. Well, it's like it's, they they play like the really um, emotionally impactful Christmas songs on their tubas because it makes everybody really sad, so they give them money. Sure, that's how it works. Yeah, the, the secret w- psychology behind the Salvation Army is they want to make you sad and then take your money. Of course, and it works. They do. A, they, do a, they do a damn good job of it. They do. Um, are you feeling? Are you feeling Christmassy yet? Are you feeling? I saw the, I saw the Christmas Coca-Cola advert, so it's officially Christmas. Oh, okay, fair enough. I woke up on Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon, I should say, with the worst hangover I think I've ever had. <laughs> sure. Uh, and well, no, sorry. I woke, I woke up on Saturday morning with the worst hangover I've ever had, and I had to take a train ride home oh, with sure. the worst hangover I've ever had, which was the worst thing ever. Train, ra- train rides with hangovers are fun. Oh, they're fucking oh, it's so bad. So the the first hangover I ever had was on a train uh, um, well like you and, woke up just on the train you're like oh god no, like ah. I <laughs> why am I in Sweden no what the hell it was, express. <laughs> it was like I didn't re- I didn't think I'd drunk that much and for my first ever hangover not knowing what it was I was convinced I had food poisoning oh sure like I thought that's what it was I was just like oh I'm not gonna make it home I'm not gonna make it home and then I made it home just yeah wasn't fun. i woke up on saturday and made it to the train did the train station and then got home and had a shower and got into my pajamas and my christmas socks and then just sat in a chair all day so it's christmas away. yeah basically so it's definitely christmas so is the place all the space all done up for christmas no apparently that's happening on saturday oh that's happening this week oh. yeah apparently so we, we got ours done was it last no last time two weeks ago um and would i have a real tree this year a real tree a real tree it smells amazing every time i come down in the mornings i see um, it smells amazing. It's a permanent fire hazard that yeah. for somebody as anxious as I am about switching lights off and things going on fire, just not Leave your oven on. Pre- not a particularly nice thing to have just sitting in the house. But when it's switched on, it's it's all pretty. Yeah. Um, I had to haul it that's up. Ni- that's nice for places kicking you out in a couple of months. So oh, don't, don't even. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the real tree's not going to happen next year because I'm on the fucking fifth floor next year. Oh, so Christ. All right. Not happening. Um,. When do you disappear on holiday? I meant to ask this. You disappear you at some to point. Copenhagen? Yeah. Uh, January? Yes. Yeah, Second week in January or something? We go away on the 9th, I think. Oh, okay. So you will be there to help me move in. That's fine. Cool. No. <laughs> I'll need I've, already, to... I've, already, I've already told mum and dad that I'm not helping. So they're... Oh, that's lovely. Thank you for that. You didn't help me, so I'm not helping you. Well, you can't stay I was at... told the last time we moved to your house, mum and dad turned to me and said, this is the last time we'll ever have to do this. And I went, okay. Well, so I'm leaving it there. you can find somebody else's floor to sleep on before you go to Copenhagen. Fuck then. you, no. Well, you're helping me move them, so that's fine. <laughs> Blackmail, that's how it works. Blackmail, what, Blackmail. A, what a good brother you are. Exactly. Sid says the man who wouldn't help his other brother move into... You didn't help me. I did. No, I turned I up late. Didn't. I turned up late. You're you right. turned up way late. You turned up to go to the dinner and then left. I picked up that Hoover and took it to the car. That was the extent of my contribution. Thank you. It's Thank really you. hard doing this low clap with a microphone that's attached to my face. <laughs> you just use basically being a seal at this point. Just I have to like, yeah, bend backwards and do it. It's, sure, yeah. of course. That sounds about right. It's worth it though. Mm. Right. If, I guess if we're not doing a clip show, we should talk about video games. We should. Although it kind of will sound like a clip show considering one of the games we've got to talk about. Yeah, it's so. true. 
Um, finally finished Wolfenstein. Yeah, that, that game, game is very good. Game's pretty great. Yep. It's I was saying to you, it's about two hours too long, probably. But probably, but the last two hours are kind of there. Yeah, there are some moments in there. There's like two hours in the middle that don't need to be there. Really, yeah, kind of. Um, and I discovered why I was getting why I thought that game was so difficult was because I've been playing it on hard for the entire game. Ah, okay. Didn't realize for about a quarter of the game I was playing on Uber. Oh Jesus! Okay, um, how did you do that? You know the section in the uh, the the museum with the moon bit. Yeah, there's this, the whole section in there I played on Uber. I don't know how. I, I say, you, how the fuck did you do well, that? Because at any point you can go into the options and change the difficulty. So unless okay. I accidentally switched it to that or something like that, I don't know. But there was basically a section where I was getting downed in two shots, and I was like, Jeez. "This is there's something wrong here. About I should probably turn it down, and then turned it down a little bit, and suddenly it all made sense." Jeez. Yeah, so so I, I played at least 15 minutes of that game on Uber, which is yeah. not recommended to, to way to play that game. No, not at all, especially not for your first time. No, no, no. Um, but it's exceptionally well made, and it's it it kind of suffers from the the kind of uh, tone shifting problems, where like. The start of every mission will be like this internal dark monologue from from Blaskowitz, yeah. and then the section where you return to your to the the home base, um, in the car, and the car just creens off the thing and goes directly onto a guy, and he just splatters everywhere, and you're mm-hmm. just like, the the tone shifts just go everywhere in that game. Yeah, it's- there, uh, yeah, there's a lot of weird tonal shifts of like the. I can't. I said I don't want to spoil anything of it. There's a bunch of stuff that's just kind of like you. You go through really somber moments, but then they show you like a half blown off jaw or whatever like that for no yeah. reason. Every so and, and some of it is genuinely funny, and some of it's genuinely. Well, it's, most of it's genuinely well written as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, I was very very surprised. I'm glad that game's excellent. Yeah. Glad I finally finished it before we before we start talking about it for end of year stuff. Yeah. Um, just because it was free, because it was a PlayStation Plus game, I tried um, Secret Ponchos. I've heard of that. I don't so know it's a it kind of pseudo top-down class-based deathmatch game. All right. It's really bizarre. You just like, throw every word that you can think of at that. I mean, it's the best way to describe it, really. Is it also it, asynchronous multiplayer? <laughs> no, it's definitely very much synchronous multiplayer. Oh, okay. Um, but it just it's your kind of standard indie well not even indie like kind of small scale multiplayer game where is it like, next generation it is it's on ps4 and it's pc okay as far as i know and uh, xbox one but um yeah you get you, you you get money you level up your guy you get perks upgraded skills that kind of stuff it's not very good the the controls <laughs> the controls don't feel particularly good it's not very good okay it's yeah. just it's fine but like especially for a game like that that relies like there is no single player mode there's like a bot mode i think but there's no real single player mode Okay. For a game like that, you need to have mechanics that will let people, that will entice people back to keep the multiplayer going, and just like nobody will be playing that next week. Like, no, probably not. It's but... just it doesn't have the the sticking power that that you need from something like that. But it was free, so go pick up. Uh, more Far Cry. I'm kind of putting that game to one side for now because I need. Is it to... just Far Cry Three? Yeah, I kind of needed to get far enough through it to go. Okay, this is more Far Cry. Yeah, I know what this is now. I can uh-huh. put it to one side and finish it later. Um, with all the other stuff I wanted to play, it's still good though, right? It's good. Yeah, it's totally more Far Cry, and yeah. like then I'm playing it on a PS4, like it runs all right, um, as opposed to the PS3 version of uh, Far Cry Three, which ran like 
horseshit. It was horrible. Um, but yeah, it's it's more Far Cry. Like there's the there's not really that much different that's there. Like there's mm-hmm. there's so much shit in that game. Like so much side stuff and things. It's, to collect. It's a modern and, Ubisoft game, so it's yeah. like several collectibles that are towers to climb. Yeah, and the it's, tower climbing the tower climbing so far doesn't seem to have the the, the kind of puzzle element that it did in three. Like, that's a shame. I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed the, the tower climbing in three, but yeah. it's not. It's really not the same um, in this one. That's uh, there is. I'm trying to even think what's different in that. I haven't done any of the, for- the fortresses yet, which are like the Uber outposts. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've driven past one and it looked sufficiently scary where I didn't go near it yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's more of that. The outposts. Outposts seem easier this time round. I don't know whether I'm just whether maybe it's because they want to put more emphasis on the fortresses yeah maybe like before i before i review that game i want to get somebody on co-op with the, the free key thing and just, just to carry out or whatever keys to carry out yeah uh, to see what it's like and i also want to do some of the heart commissions just so i can see what they're like apparently they're like heart is heart's probably the highlight of that thing so far because he he's he's so he's the the character that co-op players play as he's the guy in the gyrocopter from like the mm-hmm. e3 presentations and stuff like that um and you first meet him after you do like the first story mission, and he kind of storms in on the back of a truck with a machine gun, going, "Yeah, like another American, yeah, fuck yeah, let's go fuck up these Golden Path." And then the guy in the driver's seat is a member of the Golden Path, going, "Dude, we're the Golden Path," and he goes, "Oh, right, well, fuck the other guys then," and <laughs> drives off. Like that's yeah. that's your introduction to Hark. It seems it seems pretty interesting. So yeah, I want to see what his missions are like. And then I want to see the Shangri-La stuff, just because I want to see what that looks like. Where you ghost tigers? Yeah, ghost tigers. You get a knife and a ghost tiger, and that ghost tiger looks pretty cool. We'll see. Um, but I put that down to finish Watch Dogs. Oh Christ! Because okay. I wanted to finish that game before the end of the year, so I could at least see if it picks up. Yeah, that game did. So I I was about three quarters of the way through it when I picked it up at the weekend, and. The fl- the next couple of missions after where I was were actually really, really good. I really, really enjoyed them. And then there's a mission where you basically start the mission and it instantly sets you up to like five-star wanted level or whatever mm-hmm. Watch Dogs equivalent of that is and then says, okay, escape the police. And you can't... Escaping the police in that game is impossible. Yeah. Like, it's utterly impossible. That the only way I could actually end up doing it after on the like the twentieth attempt was to like and make some of the jam comms gadgets, which basically block them from finding you for like mm-hmm. ten seconds or something like that, and just like crafting the maximum amount of them I can, just tapping them off as soon as they ran out and just running like that was it. It was the only way I could finish that mission. Um, so it took me. It, it was really really good, and then it was really terrible, and then it started to pick up at the end again, but. Huh. Yeah, I just need to see how that thing ends. Um, I still really love how that game looks. It's, it's, yeah, the, the style, style of it. Good. And the the last mission I did before I switched off last night was the mission from the the uh, the, the original E three presentation with the the art exhibit. Oh stuff. sure, yeah. That that's literally this like the third last mission in the game. Oh, as wow. far as I can okay. tell. Um, but they've totally redone it. Like the. What it is now is nothing like the way it looked in E3. Like, it's sure. the same entrance Yeah, they thing. couldn't do that. that was... No, no. Um, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't done it yet, but there's there's obvious inspirations from actual real-world people in that last mission, which is kind of funny. 
Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I will be finishing off this week. Um, and sure. I, I just want is to it, see. Is it good? Is it like? Yeah, I mean, it's. I'm liking it better. I mean, than I far. still can't play it. So I know. I'd... So I think we should try that again before we. See. What you want me to try and play? I just it want again? you to install it and play it and see if it will run. Like it's okay. been, a, it's been like what nine, ten months since that game How, came out. Where? When did that game come out? February, I, I think. Yeah. So yeah, I think we should see if it's been fixed, and if not, then fuck that game. But. Um, yeah, I just want to see how it ends. Um, it'll sure. be interesting. I like it. I do like how it plays. I do like how that game it plays. It was yeah, like uh, from what I've said constantly about it. It was I. I really enjoyed what I could play of it, and then it wouldn't let me play anymore. Yeah, which was the upsetting thing about it. Yeah, it's disappointing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there was that. I also played the um the demo of I don't know if it's demo or early act whatever the hell it was. It was a free demo basically for or. Maybe it was a prototype. I can't. They listed it as something weird in Steam. Anyway, what's the game, Yoon? Uh, the Talos Principle. Oh, that thing, the puzzle game. The first-person puzzle game from the Crow. That's like you can buy that on Steam. Though, yes, it came out, out. It came out Tuesday, so I I played the demo last week sometime. Right, okay. Um, it's from Crow Team. The guys make Serious Sam. It's done this this serious engine. Yeah. Um, the lead writer was a writer on some. Well-respected game, which name escapes me. FTL. Yes. Yes, it's it was. It's the main guy from FTL, and that thing, what's it called? The Sea Will Claim Everything, or whatever it's called. I don't know what that is, but okay. It's a weird thing. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, I really liked that that demo. It was interesting. Um, it's kind of... It's very much a kind of abstracted puzzle game with philosophical overtones, which is a weird thing to say. Um, the... The kind of banner image for that game on the Steam page is a robot holding a kitten. So yeah, that, I saw that. That that freaks me out every time I see it on Steam. Yeah, you I'm should like, play. You should play uh, a demo and see what it like. But it's basically like the limited amount I've seen so far is very much about like um, you basically get like force fields and then an item that can switch force field off, force fields off, and then you've got a thing that shoots lasers and a thing that can control the lasers and you've got to get the lasers in the end points to open doors and do all that. Like, it's a, it is a abstracted puzzle game, really. Yeah. But um, it looks really cool and I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with it um, story-wise because some, some of the hints at the story... Is there actually a story to it? It's not just there a puzzle is, game? No, there is a story that ties it all together. Okay. Um, whether it's going to be good or whether it's going to be philosophical bullshit, I don't know. Is that about the robot trying to find his cat? I hope. Oh, the other weird thing about it was um, while you play the demo... Um, like other people will randomly drop into your game, like Dark Souls esque, and oh. will kind of run past you and then disappear. Is um, it actually people entering your world, or is it just like the, so? I, I don't know. If that... the, dark, the Dark Souls thing of you can see some people sometimes, and it's just... yeah. I mean, it's, you can only see some people sometimes, and they're kind of hazy, and then they kind a weird of disappear. Thing. I don't know if because it was a demo that was pre-scripted or not, but it looked like they had gamer tags on them above their names. So sure. don't know. We'll need to see. But I'm going to be picking that up afterward on here probably. And, um, Do you not want to wait for the Steam sale? It's in like three days. Yeah, I don't know if that game will get sold. Um, I never know. It's worth checking, like games though. Yeah, true. I mean, I've got enough. Still buy it. Still be there at full price, even if they don't go let yeah, it on sale. Like I'm that's gonna... probably what I'm going to do with Tales of the Borderlands. Like yeah. I'm going to buy it. I just need to. I want to see if it does go on yes. sale or not. Oh yeah, that's the other thing I played. I played Tales of the Borderlands. I, was, I thought that was your because that's like the the big game that you've yeah, played. I, I thought you were ramping into it. I went through my list and I totally forgot to write it down. Yes, I played Tales of the Borderlands. Um, Fuck that game is fucking brilliant. I, is it really? I am I am so glad that that paid off. That good. that game is as good as it is. I really wanted it to work. Um, it's genuinely really funny. It's really well written. The the 
the two characters you play as. I was going to say, yeah, give the backstory. Like, what is it? So it's it's an, it, is, it is another Telltale adventure game set in the Borderlands universe. Um, it's set, like, in between one and two, right? I think so. Um, it's definitely a young, oh, handsome know. Jack is in it. But I don't. I haven't actually met. Well, well if he's in it, if he's in it, it has to be before so two. I don't, he's dead I, at the end of two. Yeah, maybe it might be post two then, because the end of one suggests that stuff that I'm not sure how it fits into the timeline. But anyway, it's kind of doesn't matter. Um, it's definitely post one. Anyway, I'll give you that much. Okay. Um, so it's it's a Telltale adventure game in the Borderlands universe. There are two main characters. There's Reese and Fiona. Reese is a a member of Hyperion, the guys from the second one, the big kind yeah, of the big corporation, multinational uh, corporation. The, the base on the moon. Yes, um, you start on that base, um, and you're introduced to a bunch of characters up there as well as Reese and his friend, whose name escapes me right now. Uh, and Fiona is a con artist on Pandora um, with her sister and her mentor, who basically are running a graft. Um, down on the planet and like about an hour in the two characters meet each other through a really really funny sequence that you don't realize is coming until it cu- until it happens um but basically yeah like the initial it starts with like the two very very separate stories and then they merge in this really really cool way and then for the rest of the game for the rest of the first episode it's the two of them the two of them working together okay cool so um, they, do, they, do they do they like uh how does it work in game are you like playing both of them or are you like controlling them separately and you're, control- back you're controlling them separately like there's yeah. there's sec- like the final section you're switching between them reasonably rapidly like doing sure. different things um it's apart from that it's pretty much a telltale game like you walk about you interact with with objects with their their, their four button control thing um each of the characters got their own ability so reese has got a i can't remember what they call it but basically like a cybernetic eye where you can press R1 and uh, you'll, uh, like, hi- some things will highlight in yellow and you can look at them, get, like, the kind of Borderlands kind of menu thing will pop up with extra detail about whatever that thing is. And it's oh sure it's always really, really funnily written, like the kind of item descriptions in, the, in real Borderlands. Like, it's that kind of level of, of stuff. Um, and uh, Fiona will, uh, she, she can collect money and that comes into its own in some conversations where you can buy your way out of things. Oh, so she just collects money from, like, people, or...? Just from the ground. Like, oh, okay. it's one of the things, the cool things I like that they took over from Borderlands was, like, all the items in the ground have those big light shafts coming off them. Oh, and, sure. like, they make jokes about, like, you opening loot crates with nothing in them and stuff like that. Like, they they very much know the universe they're coming from, and it sure. definitely feels like a Borderlands game. Um, there are characters from the first Borderlands that appear... I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm assuming that, like, what's his face, like, Roland and well, I mean, and all those turn up. You know, the, 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 like, the name of the first episode is something like Zero Hour, so... Oh, so he was from two. Zero was... Zero, Zero was the, the assassin, right? Zero was the two. robot from one, was he not? Well, Zero was the assassin from two, wasn't he? Yes, there wasn't, yes. There wasn't a right. robot in one. Oh, right. yes, because Mordecai was the guy I played in, for, in one. Yeah, Mordecai was the guy Zero was the guy I played in yes. So this must be post two, then, yeah. at least... Um, but yeah, so he appears uh, throughout this episode, um, and they definitely give the impression that like the actual vault hunters are doing the really really cool shit, and you're kind of running about in the background just trying to survive. They do a really right, really okay. good job of of that. Um, yeah, conversations are cool. The the kind of action sequences are really well handled. It's it's just a genuinely really really cool game. 
Um, good. I'm glad that worked because it, yeah, it, it, it could have gone really wrong. Oh, but. completely. And it, it's just really good to see Telltale being funny again. Like, is it them actually doing the writing or the Gearbox write it? So it's it's them because doing I the know the Gearbox have got like really like good writers. Like the guys that wrote Borderlands are really, they, really it good. Feels, so it feels like I, I tried to explain this to you over text and it didn't quite work. The game Tales of the Borderlands feels like Gearbox doing a parody of a Telltale game. If you see, I mean, like, yeah, like, yeah. you know, you know, in like the Borderlands Two, you would get like, like you would like you, there was the, like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mission. They would go in, like they just yeah. pull random pop culture stuff. Like it feels like a mission in like Borderlands Three that turned into a Telltale game that kind right, of broke okay, it, sure. and you would laugh at it and go, "Oh shit, they're totally ripping off Telltale and doing yeah. the funny stuff." It kind of feels like that. Um, but like just as well written as the actual game, probably better written actually than some of the stuff in two. Um, it's it's awesome. It's really really cool. Cool. So it's out now. First episode's out. You can buy season passes. Um, Glad that worked. There was a slight discrepancy in the. I think it was the PlayStation only versions. Um, the season pass was more expensive on there for a while for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why, but um, weird. they've sorted that and it's the same price on everything now. But oh, um, yeah, it seems like it seems like Telltale really knocked it out because that and the Game of Thrones games have been really well received. Yeah, I haven't seems. played Game of Thrones yet. I'll probably do it. That'll probably be a post Christmas thing. But yeah, um, I'll do that as well. But. but yeah, it's they are doing really well right now. Um, so yeah, you should you should totally play that. I'm gonna play it at some point. Um, and I played Peggle on my iPad because it came out and it was free. You played Peggle on your iPad. Yeah, I've never actually played okay. a Peggle game. That's the first Peggle you know, I've ever. Okay. No, first Peggle I've ever Peggled. Um. Yeah, it's a Peggle it's, game. It's a Peggle game. <laughs> yeah, basically. They're pretty good. Um, and uh, Paper Pl- Papers, Please came out on iPad, um, I did, which yes. I think we'll mention on news slightly, but um, yeah. I'm probably going to pick that up because that seems like a game. Like, I might finally finish that game. Um, oh, did you never finish it? I never got into finishing it, oh, okay. so I, I would probably finish that game on an iPad. Sure. So, yeah. Uh, that's kind of it for me. What, what have you been up to? Well, uh, mine is literally going to be a clip show because I've not played anything else other than uh, Dragon Age of Persona what's again. The, what's the time time stamp on on dragon each age. uh so dragon age i think is like almost 30 hours at this point and sure. i think persona must be about 12 okay because i like i played dragon age on my computer like when i'm at home playing video games and stuff like that but i only ever play persona on the train and into and out of university which gives me like about an hour and a half each day sure so i can like do about an hour and a half which is like five hours a week or whatever but um, I still think those those both of those games are ridiculously stellar. So for, for completely different reasons. I but. finally saw what Persona Q was, and I didn't realize it was like the the kind of I didn't know about the first person dungeon crawling part yeah, of it. It's it's um, Etrian Odyssey. Like this, yes, that uh, was the name. I couldn't remember. Yeah, it's the it's the RPG it's based on. It's called Etrian Odyssey, sure. and it's it's just a first person dungeon crawling game. Would you get as much out of it as you are if you were not familiar with Persona? This is the thing. Like, I I know that it's ridiculously fan servicey. Like it's really fan servicey. Like fan servicey to the point where there was a point and what. And I've put it on the the docket for talking about game of the years thing. Yeah, there's a moment that happens in Persona Q that's so. I if, saw you... if like yeah. if you're a fan of it, it's incredible. Like ridiculously <laughs> incredible. If you're a fan, if you're not a fan, it just kind of goes. Oh yeah, that's all right. But, okay. It's probably just my brain, but if if you aren't a Persona fan, it's still like a really well crafted JRPG. It's still sure. like got really solid mechanics and clever ideas and all that sort of stuff. How much how much variety is there in the dungeons? Like just art wise, like does it feel it's, like everything so, around the same? 
Well, so every it's every dungeon is split into three levels in a boss, and every dungeon has its own unique style. So the right. first dungeon you do is based on Alice in Wonderland. Yes. So it's all like big curves and like the main the main bad guys, which are like FOVs, which are like big super enemies in the dungeon. Okay. Are based on like card soldiers and the enemy the the big boss at the end's a big queen and all that sort of stuff. So it's like sure. normal Alice in Wonderland stuff. The second dungeon's based on a Japanese high school group date cafe which oh, is weird okay well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a reference back to a really famous scene in persona 4 okay that happened and they just do that again which is so it's like slightly weirder style where it's more blues and reds and like hearts everywhere and all that sort of stuff sure it's, so they've got their own unique style it's just you're spending multiple tens of hours in each of the dungeons is there, are they really that big or is it that much it's stuff not that to do in them? it's not that they're big it's just a really it's really hard like okay. I, I got i got past the first dungeon the alice in wonderland dungeon and stuff like that and like the 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 big boss fight at the end really hard but i got through it and then got to the second dungeon and just like complete brick walled it there was like <laughs> oh god this is now ridiculously difficult again i guess i'm gonna have to grind for a little bit what's the what's the penalty for dying like is it just game you, over no yeah you just go back to your last save that's it Okay, but the, the, does it, like auto save for the checkpoints, or is it just no? Like... It's manual saving, right? Okay. You to, like every time you go back to the dun- no, you can save. You can do like a sleep mode save, where right. you like you can save it and put your thing into sleep and then come back where you were. But right. if you want to like permanently save it, you have to exit the dungeon, right? Okay, and save there. The interesting thing comes from when, and I, I still can't tell if I like this or not. It's going to get really annoying towards the end of the game. I'm pretty sure. Where so when you go back to the dungeon, you can like buy items and do the normal things so you like buy items and talk to your crew and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff that you would normally do but you can also like heal up like give everybody full health and mana again but it costs money and okay. that money goes up the more you use the service oh right i've seen so stuff it, like that before yeah, yeah so it becomes like i can't tell if that's a really smart idea because it means that you then have to play smarter or if it becomes a really dumb idea because it becomes ridiculously expensive at the end so you can't heal your crew to then go and actually do the dungeons Sure, I can't tell because I'm not far enough into the game, but yeah, that could go either way. Like it's, I mean, it's obviously there to discourage you from just like constantly quitting out and saving and then going uh, healing up and going back in. But yeah, but I don't know. But the times when you actually need it, like it, I don't know. It, for me, that would kind of affect the way I would play. Where, like, I would, I would just spend hours grinding to make sure that I didn't have to go back and yeah, that and would do be that. the point. Yeah. Ugh. But I don't really know. I need to see how I feel about it. I still think the game's like really, really solid. Like the the sure. the fact the fact that they've got they've just taken like all the the really good stuff about Persona, which is like all the characters are amazing, and then watching the two sets of characters interact with one another is so brilliant. It's unbelievable how right. clever it is because it just shows that like both of these char- both of these games have super solid cast of characters sure. that have so individualized personalities that watching them interact with one another is just like watching two normal people interact with one another but have their own individual personalities and how they would react and stuff like that there must like, be a it, lot of there must be a lot of writing in this game or a lot of yeah voice acting in this game because mm-hmm. there's it, a correct, shit me ton. If, correct me if i'm wrong but at the start of the game you choose like the persona 3 ca- cast or the persona 4 cast you, yeah you choose your which protagonist you're gonna follow yeah. the story of yeah so like they must have i mean obviously don't spoil it if it's a big thing but there's they must have written a lot of very specific dialogue that you won't see half of. Well, you won't see the this, the thing that I don't know how this affects if you go from it because I push was Persona Four, so I don't know how this affects if you choose Persona Three. But the first, you only spend the first dungeon with the cast that you chose. 
okay. So there's, a, so there's a whole dungeon that's just those characters. Right. So that's all unique dialogue. It's when right. you get past that, I don't know if there's like different okay. dialogue based on the protagonist or whatever. Sure. But do, do, you um, know how many, do you know how many dungeons there are? Like, do you have th- any uh, idea how long this game is? So it's like, it said three more, so there's four dungeons. Right. I think, because it was so, like, you finish one and there's three more. Yeah, so I think there's four, there might be five if there's like a so we're, so we're Japanese talking RPG, like, hey, you're not finished yet, style thing. So we're talking like 50 hours at least? Probably more than that. I'd say like 80, probably. Jesus. Okay. It's going to be a long game. But yeah, it's so, uh, there's a lot of it that I really, really love. I just love everything. Everything that's Persona about it is just so brilliant. Sure. Ah, it's so great. And yeah, and Dragon Age continues to just be a complete marvel. Really? Like, if everything it does is just so smart and it's so still holding up well thought out and like yeah it's just brilliant it's so like if this is the, if this is how bioware want to do the framework for their future games they've picked like a hell of a framework sure. it's so it's so brilliantly crafted like the world's brilliant and everything you can do in it makes sense how is it, it all has how its is individual it, place how is it running on your machine like i've it's heard fine. a lot of complaints I've had, I've had a couple of crashes every so often right but like they released a patch like last week that seems to have smoothed everything out which okay. is good. Um, yeah, I still I'm now thirty hours into that game, and I've yet to meet a bad character, like a, a character that's not fascinating in their own way. Sure. And Iron Bill's just brilliant. Iron Bill's so, so good. Does he keep up? Like, as, yep. like initially, it seemed like he was going to be pretty good, but mm. I, I didn't know if it was going to keep up. For no, that long. that dude's got some stellar writing. Like Freddie Prince Jr. solidly knocks it out of the park with that performance. Was that Freddie Prince Jr. playing? Yeah, Bill? Iron Bill. Yeah. oh okay that's kind of cool then it's brilliant his stuff some of his stuff is just brilliant like the, the one of the best examples is like um the crew that i was running that i talked about last week where it's like the the robin hood girl the really fancy woman and iron bull and it was like the really the robin hood like down to earth kind of girl was asking him about could any women his sure. races like women and he was given like a really like knowledgeable response about okay this is how they work in the society and blah 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 and Sarah just kind of goes, no, I didn't mean that. I meant, like, do they act like you? And he went, what do you mean I play me? And he said, you know, like, brr, get out of there, kill him. And he kind of, he stops for a minute and goes, huh, shit, yeah, they do. And keeps walking. <laughs> i like, yeah, you're, you're cool. I like you. Okay. This is great. And it's like the, he's talking like the, what, what did I have last night? We're like walking through a field and he was talking about battle tactics. And he was like, okay, so I've got this idea. I'm going to pick you up. He was talking to the Robin Hood girl who's like a, a stabby, Mate, uh, rogue style character it's sure. like my, my idea is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick you up and I'm going to spin you around and throw you to the back line so you can hit the like archers and stuff and then flank the enemy from the position it'll be great and she's like I can't fly like don't throw me halfway across the battlefield I'll die <laughs> she's like, but he's like no Sarah you need to think of the mayhem and she's like what it's like no think about the mayhem <laughs> and that's all he does is care about just getting in the fight and just fucking shit up and so he just does everything he can to do he's such a brilliant character it's oh, unbelievable man. how cool he is i i wish i cared about that game i really do yeah um and every yeah. other ah, yeah every other character is just amazing good i've yeah. I been seeing like since we started thinking about game of the year stuff i've been seeing a lot of Especially in best moment, a lot of stuff appearing in there that I don't know what it is, and I'm looking forward to you explaining it to me. When yeah, we get to hopefully, the end of the I'm, I'm going to need to probably mainline that game towards the end of the year sure. just to finish it. But yeah, yeah, because like I'm 30 hours in, and I think I've done three story missions or something like that. Yeah, there's just a lot of shit. You can do. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, for me anyway, I think I think Talos Principle is the last game I'm going to play this year. Probably. Yeah, I think that's about it. 
Um, I'll probably, I might get, I'll be able to get like Borderlands done, I think. The Tales yeah. of Borderlands. I, I think done. you should get Borderlands done because I think it's something we should probably be talking about. Yeah, that, like, um, I, yeah I thought it would be, if they, I, I said to myself, if they would pull it off right, then it's probably going to be an yeah, amazing game. And it seems definitely. like they have, so. Definitely. It's it's the freshest that Telltale have felt in, in quite a while. That's really good. So, good. I like it. Um, was there anything else? Or was that you? Um, I played Crossy Road. Yeah, I kept meaning to download that. What? When did I you play Crossy Road? On what? The parents have an iPad. Oh, of course. So they steal yes. it every so often and sure. just play Crossy Road. That game's weird. Yeah. It's really weird. Like, it's, so ex- explain it, what Crossy Road is. So it's it's an endless Frogger game. <laughs> endless Frogger is a great it's, genre. It's endless, it's endless Frogger with voxel graphics. Okay, sure. And like, that, that that's literally all it is. It's just endless Frogger with voxel graphics. But it, the the thing that individualizes itself is you can like swap out characters so you get like individual characters like you start off with a chicken mm. but you could be unlock more characters that vary from like a wizard who whose staff will like randomly arc out lightning and set stuff on fire in the environment for no reason nice to a giant mech suit that shoots whatever's in front of it like none of these have any gameplay impact it's just cool oh it's just cool okay no sure. it just looks cool is it and, like is it for for money is it free it's free, but you can buy characters. Oh, okay. That's so, like, you, you earn gold. Like, every hour, you earn a free character right. to keep. But you also earn gold as you play, which you can spend every 100 gold to get a random character. Or sure. you can just buy whatever character you want for, I think it's, like, 60p or whatever. Yeah, I need to I need to pick that up. But it's it's it's, it's in no way, like, brilliant or anything like that. Because what would really help that game, what would really help that game <laughs> is if the music was incredible. But there isn't any music. And that no music. Me. There was no music. Okay. If there was really incredible music to that game, I would it, it would be stellar. Like I would be putting it on the list that we have. Okay. But it's ju- all it is is just an endless frogger game. Weird. Okay. Fair enough. I will need to pick up. Need to see what that is. I think um, that's basically it, though. If that's you, then yeah. um. Also, the the Persona soundtrack's incredible, and you still go listen to it right now. Yes, That's I've, heard, I've heard bits and pieces of it. It's so brilliant. All of it's just great. Because it's either, it's either a remix of a Persona song, which is incredible in its own right, or it's a brand new Persona song, which is which brilliant. Which sounds a lot like a Persona yeah. song. Yeah. It's, oh, it's just great. Oh, it's so great. Good. I've had, I've had Maze of Life on repeat for <laughs> a week now. It's... Nice. Um, so in terms of news, actually, weirdly enough, in December, there was a bunch of stuff that happened over the past two weeks. Um, oh, yeah, the whole... Uh, yeah, all the so conferences the, and shit. Yeah, so... I can't find the original. I will do it while you're talking. But the I have the PlayStation Experience, which happened last weekend. Yep. No weekend before yeah, last. I think so. Um, which had a bunch of stuff. So this was basically like a, a Sony consumer facing yeah Sony press conference to, to do a, a conference in the middle of December, which is yeah. I guess kind of cool. But oh, it's it's in Las Vegas as well. So and it was it seemed re- reasonably well done. Like it seemed yeah, it really was a good production. It seemed very well made. Um, so some of the stuff they showed, um, they showed the first bit of Uncharted 4 gameplay. Yep. Um, Looks that, like a very pretty Uncharted That game. is a very like, pretty Uncharted ridiculously game. Ridiculously pretty, but yeah. still a pretty Uncharted game. Yes, for sure. Um, they showed, uh, what's the other point? Uh, Killing Floor. You played Killing Floor, right? I did play Killing Floor, yeah. Um, the, set, the sequel is making a console debut in PS4. Killing Floor 2, yeah, I heard about this. Killing Floor 2 is, is, um, it, is it console exclusive on PS4? It will make its console. I hate, we, I hate we have to. I hate we have to keep talking like in terms like this. I know but, console exclusive and yeah. timed exclusive. Timed exclusive. It says console exclusive. debut, so it'll probably come okay. to everything. But we'll start on PS4. Sure. Um. So this is the big one. Although that, oh, no, that means it will launch 
on the PC and the PS4 at the same time. But oh, Xbox yeah, so, yes, it'll be PC yeah. and PS4. Okay. Um, so this is a big one. I was interested in seeing you with you. Um, Ultra Street Fighter 4 and Street Fighter 5 were both um, yeah. announced. Well, so, not, not announced. Ultra's been out for a while. Oh, sorry, Ultra Street Fighter 4 is coming to PS4 next year. Yes. Um, it will debut exclusively on PS4 in the spring. Yes. As then, well, Street Fighter Five as opposed to PS4 and PC. Yeah, they straight up said Street Fighter Five. Um, so that is Street Fighter Five is a very strange thing. Yeah, it is, that's a game that probably shouldn't exist. So uh, that appears to be the thing that that game is coming exclusively to PS4 and PC. Mm-hmm. Um, it is made by Capcom, probably f- funded in part by Sony. I don't know if Sony are publishing it or not. They'll do but something for it, probably. Who knows? It's basically it's because of them that game exists. Yep. So. Um, there was a trailer of Street Fighter Five, and then at the Capcom was the Capcom Finals. Capcom. Oh, I can't remember what fighting, it's called. Some Capcom fighting competition. They showed the first game. Capcom Street- fighting weekends, whatever yes. it's called. I don't know. Whatever. That's that probably sounds better than the actual name for it. It was something pretty terrible. Um, fighting spelled with the apostrophe. Yeah. As the as the, our fight game editor, what do you think of Street Fighter Five? I think it looks a lot like Street Fighter 4. It really does look a lot and like Street Fighter 4. It looks, looks like Street Fighter 4 if you put it on a uh, next-gen system. And I don't know why that game exists, because Ultra only just came out like a couple of months ago. And I, I just I don't understand the move behind it. I don't know why they would do it. It seems very odd. Um, Yeah, kind of. I mean... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but in like Evo competitions, they primarily use PS3s, right? I think so. Because of controller latency sure. is the nonsense I heard. I think so. That seems that seems right. Okay. I think I've heard something like that anyway. But yeah, it, it's. I mean, it's a solid get for for. Um, oh, totally. For like, I mean, it basically secures that Sony are going to have to like run Evo for yeah several several years now. Yeah. So good for them i guess it's a good pickup but it's, it's kind of weird it's, that it's still a game it's still a game that is perplexing in his existence it's kind of weird that we waited so long for street fighter 4 and then street fighter 5 just appears very quickly appears after. after after they've already milked street fighter 4 with like multiple versions yeah and there's like turbo and ultra and i'm things. pretty sure the japanese arcade owners are probably sick to death of um, capcom by now i wonder if you can like, just straight up like upgrade those cabinets like well, the Street Fighter 4 cabinets? A, so between vanilla and Super, you had to buy a new cabinet. Really? From Super yeah, from Super to AE, I think you could buy a new board. Right. I think I think that was the case anyway. And then from AE to AE version twelve, I think it was just like you could go around and like do an update. Yeah, but it, you'll de- it, you'll definitely have to buy a new cabinet for five. It seems really certain. bizarre that they kinda of ship your hard drive with it on it and just like You'd plug think, it into your yeah, cabinet. It's bizarre. I don't know. Um, EA decided to randomly give away three free PlayStation games just as a kind of happy like. So this is the other thing that the reason my PlayStation experience was happening. It's the twentieth anniversary of the PlayStation. Yes, which was those, the super, those super sweet PS4s came out. Yes. Um. Oh yeah, those. Yeah, the twentieth anniversary. The PS4s, ones that were styled like a PS1. They looked really, really nice. Those controllers especially looked mm. really really nice. Very nice. Um. So EA gave away um Need for Speed Most Wanted for Vita. Mirror's Edge for PS3 and Guard, uh, Plants vs. Zombies Guard Warfare for PS4. So I have that installed on my machine, but I have not played it yet. All right. I just wanted to see what that game was. So, yeah, that's all there is to that story. They just sure. they offered, they offered it, it for them. They offered it from Saturday to Sunday, and that was it. Um, Shovel Knight is coming to PlayStation. And Sweet. Featuring Kratos, apparently. Featuring Kratos, yes. Featuring Kratos. Um, oh, that was the other big thing about Street Fighter V. Um, exclusive PS4 and PC and includes cross-platform play, 
So you can yeah, you can play with people on the PC if you're on PS4, yeah, which is a really cool idea. Which is awesome. Like that doesn't yeah. happen very often. Um, yeah, that's just really cool. I think the last game to actually do that was Portal Two. Was that right? Uh, I wouldn't quote us on that, but I think the PS3. It may be because remember that was the reason why you could you'd sign into Steam on PS3. Was so yeah, it was to get it. the crossplay stuff. Yeah, I remember. that sounds about right. Um, the biggest fucking news from this whole entire conference: Yakuza Five is coming. Who to... gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, I we... actually do. I really like those games. Yeah, but um, I really want to see what that is. So, uh, Yakuza Five is coming to PS3 in North America. Yeah, and after Europe. like like there were like fan petitions and stuff like that for this, which is really good. So like, the last people one actually we... got what they wanted, which is really great. Yeah, the last the last one we got in this country was um, Yakuza, well, the last numbered Yakuza game was Yakuza Three. Uh, did we, we don't get four. We didn't get. F- oh, maybe I'm reading this wrong. Maybe we did get four, or somebody got four. I don't know. But anyway, they they also put four and Dead Souls on PlayStation Network, and oh sure, okay. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, because the five's coming. <laughs> Dead Souls is an amazing game. It's not an amazing game. <laughs> um, so yeah, because the five's coming to PlayStation Three um, in 2015 at some point, which is cool. Okay. Um, I, don't, I don't even think that was the biggest news out of that conference. It wasn't. I'm just being facetious, but yeah, yeah. totally. Um, so the we all know what the biggest news out of that conference. Yeah, was. we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> oh fuck! The, I still the, laugh at that like every day. <laughs> <laughs> the new game from the guy made Katamari Damacy. It's a game called Watam. Does it have the Space King in it? It possibly like there's basically no no details about that game. Man. Um, the, the designer Kita Takahashi, who's the the, the Katamari Damacy guy, walked out on stage with a fork. And oh yeah, he was the weird guy. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. He walked out on stage with a fork. He while head through the the woman he's out with was talking. He was just standing there like spinning, spinning in place. And it was yeah. it was the weirdest. It was bizarre. Thing. It was very. Bizarre. I was expecting the game to involve the fork during the announcement, but it didn't no, at all. He just had the fork. He just had a fork, and then what? Like he just like. Like he was in the green room eating cheesecake and suddenly said, Egg, dude, you, you're on. And he went, oh shit. Oh shit, run. Walked out with the fork. Uh, they showed a trailer of a, a green cube who's a mayor with a top hat with a bomb under it walking yeah. out a door. And that was the trailer for Watam. So yeah. who knows? Um, so Grim Fandango, as we know, is coming to PlayStation 4. Yep. Um, remastered special edition, which shows some footage of, and hey, it's Grim Fandango with nicer lighting. But they also announced that uh, Day of the Tentacle special edition will be coming. Yeah, that was really cool. Will be really coming with Grim Fandango. Uh, yes. Well, not along with not with Grim Fandango, but as well as Grim Fandango. Um, as well as well as other remastered point and click adventure games. Yes, as well as Broken Age, which will be mm-hmm. coming on PS4 Vita uh, in twenty fifteen. I and assume that means the completed like both Act One and Act yes, Two. Yes, so the Broken Age definitely will be coming on the same day as the PC Mac and Linux sure. uh, uh, Part Two of that game. Um, there's no release dates there too, um, but yeah, Broken Age is definitely coming. They cool. are tar- they are still targeting early twenty fifteen. Um, Super Time Force, which was a game that I kind of wanted to play but just never got around to, um, is coming to PS4 with um, oh, this was, yeah, I remember with that. Sony Studio boss Shuhei Yoshida as a yeah, playable Shuhei's character. Yeah, fucking Super Time Force. Did you see his weapon? Is it not like his phone? It's his phone and he fires, he fires tweets. tweets. Yeah. Um, oh, fucking brilliant. That was like yeah. the weirdest part of that whole thing. Like, it was... Did you not see that episode of South Park? Which one? The one that was like it was like the three episode 
Game of Thrones parody based on the console war. So no, I still haven't seen. I've, oh, I've missed a lot of uh, Park. I'm planning Bill to Bill Gates up. fist fights you. You see the and it's brilliant. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, I'd, I'd probably need to watch that. It's brilliant. It's so great. Um, so yeah, I, I'll, it's coming to PS4 and Vita with Shuya Yoshida as a playable character. Yep. You should go watch the trailer. It's That's the kind of man I want in my video games. Exactly. Want it's Yushida. mental. He'll Andrew fit right House. in with the other characters in that game, including a dinosaur that rides a skateboard. So, yep. Yeah. He should put in Andrew House and make his weapon houses. Oh, that'd be awesome. Persona uh, 5 is definitely coming to PlayStation 4 in North America. Shit, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's been officially announced. They've only After said North every America. Other Persona 4 game. Yeah, they've only said North America so far, but you can kind of imply that com- that means Europe as well. Um, Sweet. They have not I'm given a date. I'm very because I won't have a PS4. Yeah, they haven't given a date yet, but they said 2015. Yeah. So, yeah. Makes me sad that I won't play that game. Yeah. What do you mean you won't play that game? I won't have a PS4, so I can't it's going play to it. P- it's going to PS3 as well. Oh, then yeah, I'll play that game. Exactly. Sweet. Um, David Yaffe came out Yaffe. on stage, swore up a storm and announced Drawn to Death, which is a... Oh yeah, the perfect game for emo teenagers like you, Ian. Thanks. The 27-year-old emo teenager. Yeah. Ah, you're still an emo teenager at heart. Basically, basically yeah. Uh, it's yeah. PS4, arena shooter, set in a high schooler's notebook. Um, everything looks kind of sketchy and pencil drawn. It looks like... Yeah, it, it, it looked like being um, being edgy for being edgy's sake. It didn't actually look very cool. It, was it just didn't kind look of like, particularly good. I mean, eh. it was super early alpha, they said, which is fair enough. But yeah, um, yeah it just didn't look... It looks interesting, but... Yeah, when you're when you're we'll trying see. to be edgy, it's like, oh, we're in a 13-year-old's yolt book, so the word fuck you appears every so often on screen, you're like, eh, yeah. that's kind of stretching a bit. Yep. Um, uh, no Man's Sky, they showed a new gameplay trailer for that. Fuck so, me, that game! Game's Holy shit. Good. <laughs> um, they also announced, um, I can't remember if it was at this or if it was at the Game Awards when they did it, but um, they showed that 65 Days of Static are doing the music for that game, or at least some of the music for that game. And they played live on one of the two conferences. I can't remember which one, but um, yeah, that game looks really cool. No that idea what it is. Brilliant. No one knows what it is, but it looks like it will be really good. Looks really cool. Uh, I think that was about it. Um, Sony Studio accidentally let slip that they're making our God of War game. Apparently, they sent yes. out a tweet, um, and then Santa Monica Studios went, "Please don't look at that tweet in a very ironic way." Basically, confirming that they're hey, they're making a God of War like anyone they're thought they weren't. Um. Yeah, that, that was kind of that. Oh, and they showed some more. They showed some more of uh, Until Dawn, which is that um, looks a lot like Beyond Two Souls, or kind of more heavy rain style. Uh, oh yeah, slasher game with hidden pattern in, 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 in the air. Um. Yeah, that game. I'll, I'll play that game. That looks cool. Yeah, sure. Looks fine. So the proper news from oh, yes. the PlayStation experience. Hey, Squeenix fanboys, about <laughs> the biggest bait and switch known to man. Oh, you could hear, so you could hear the disappointment, like the elation oh. and the disappointment. Like I was hearing from people who were on the floor during that presentation, there were people crying when it went up. So basically what happened oh, at this so the conference it was, was, it was... I could hear through the internet, I could hear... The people almost approaching orgasm and then it was going, going straight from rock hard to just like soft as anything. So again, this, so this, this was a this was a presentation done on the day of the twentieth anniversary of PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they brought out the head or one of the heads of Square Enix, Japanese yes. head of Square Enix, and brought out, brought him out with kind of patchy English 
to say how important the PlayStation was and all that. The entire they then put the Final Fantasy VII logo on the on the screen. Everyone started crying, tears, snot, just fucking people orgasming in their chairs. Yep, they were like, "This is it." It's happening. Yeah, they showed they showed like HDified Sephiroth and Cloud again and all that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, they thought this is it. This is the Final Fantasy VII remake we've wanted forever. They are pulling their ace out of their their hands. This is them coming back. And then they played the trailer, and it is the six month old PC version of Final yeah. Fantasy VII coming to PS4. Like oh, it runs so at this resolution now. But they haven't up. They haven't like redone anything. Nope. It is just that PC Straight version. Port. Uh, it's, oh, it was so clever. It was hilarious. Oh, like, it's so great to watch. Just, I, just, I just so happened to be watching Twitter at the same time and watching everyone just freak out and then yeah, collapse I was, again. I, I was, was watching. Amazing. Like I came out. I think I was in a place where I couldn't get internet for ages. I was at a gig. That's where I was. I was at a gig. Sure. And I, I came out of the gig and like ch- turned my phone back on and checked the internet and stuff like that. There's a bunch of stuff on the news feeds and I was like, oh shit, did Square Enix blink? Like, did they blink first and actually do this? And so I yeah. slipped through and went, ha, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> it was like I watched, I watched it live and it was it was incredibly funny to, yeah, to watch that so happen. Good. Like, I was, I al- they almost had me. Like, I was sitting there watching it with my fiance going, did they, they didn't just put that logo up on screen, did they? That's yeah. the head of Square Enix. And they, okay. And then they did the trailer and was like, all oh, right, okay, yeah, sure. That makes sense. They're, put, yeah. they're putting Final Fantasy VII out again in its original form. Um, yeah, that was fucking so funny. Because what the, what the Final Fantasy VII fans want more than the Final Fantasy VII remake, they just want Final Fantasy VII again. Exactly. So, But yeah. hey, this, this version has the same stuff as the PC version, including boosted resolution achievements and a character booster that lets you pay rather than grind. So... <laughs> Score, score one for the home team. Exactly I guess. what you wanted. Yeah. Um, so yes, the day before that was the the Game Awards, which is Jeff, Jeff Keighley's, Keighley's Game Awards. By <laughs> the Game Keighley Awards brought to you by Jeff Keighley. Um, apparently, like, I never watched it. I didn't get a chance to watch it. No, apparently, it was very well, very tasteful. well done. Yeah. It's very well done. Um, I wouldn't expect anything less from Jeff Keighley, to be honest. As much as I make fun of it, the yeah, man is like be, some be, sort of god. Oh yeah. yeah, especially now that he doesn't have to answer to like Spike TV or whoever was no. running the VGAs. You can actually give video games like the reverence that they kind exactly. of deserve at an event but like also, this. I don't know if you saw the, the actual trophies they were handing out. Mm. Um, they were designed by Weta Workshop. They oh, are, okay, sure. They are really pretty. They are really, really nice. Um, I will send you one. Well, not a trophy. I'll send you a picture. I was going to say, if you could send me a trophy, that'd be <laughs> great. I'm not going to um, get one. I'm not a game developer, but... Yes, so the stuff they announced, um, they showed a story trailer for Dying Light, which is the mm-hmm. free-running zombie game. Looks fine. Uh, That's like, um, what they call again, Deep Silver? Is that yes. Yeah, okay. uh, Deep Silver? The, the Dead Island guys? Yes, Deep Silver. Yeah, yes. Deep Silver. Um, they showed a little bit more Mario Maker. They showed in a couple of um, palette swaps of that. So they've added in, I think, Mario World, I think, was the one they showed. Okay. But yeah, Mario Maker is their the thing they kind of teased at E3, which was their make your own Mario level game. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've shown like the palette, the tile sets you can use are original Mario Brothers. And if they can, if they can pull that thing off with like really easy, easy to share levels and all that yep. sort of stuff, that thing could be great. So. It's fine because we all know how good Nintendo are at internet and um, they're, they're social networks. To understand how to do DLC. They are. They're they are. Get, they are getting better. Like yeah. that. That Mario Kart stuff was actually pretty good. Yeah. 
that they were doing. Well, not the BMW one. That was insane. No, no, no. But the actual DLC they were saying. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, They showed the trailer for Metal Gear Online, which is the multiplayer section of Metal Gear Solid 5. Mm -hmm. Looks a lot like Metal Gear Online that was in Metal Gear 4. Yeah. Um, They showed... um, I don't actually have the trailer here, but I'm just remembering from my own memory. Um, they showed uh, the Fulton recovery system being used in a multiplayer game, so you can just tag someone with a balloon and drag them off halfway through a mission, which was quite yeah. funny. Um, they had like little miniature kind of miniature Metal Gears that you can ride and control, which was kind of cool. Snake teleport didn't explain how that happened, but yeah, that was a weird kind of throwaway thing that they. Yeah, it looks it looks interesting. Like I haven't played Ground Zeroes yet, but if that game plays all right, then maybe it will translate yeah, to multiplayer. Ground Zeroes was like as a as a thing that shows what Metal Gear Five is going to be like. That game is perfectly serviceable. Yeah, like, like I'm perfectly happy playing a game that plays like Ground Zeroes for yep. seventeen hours or however long Metal Gear Five is going to be. Yeah, twenty hours because an extra three hours will be cutscenes. Oh yeah. But, um, I hope you like space games because it looks like 2015 is going to be a lot of games in space. Um, I like space games. I do like space games as well. Are any, are any of them a new free space game? Uh, no. But, are any of them a new freelancer game? But, now that you mentioned that, I did write this down somewhere. Uh, there is a Kickstarter has been launched for a game called Free Space Tactics. Ooh. Which is a officially licensed freelancer board game. Ooh. Um, freelancer board game? Yep. I will send you pictures Ooh. of... Oh, no, that's the wrong link. But, um, yeah, it's it's a Kickstarter started. It's officially licensed. It has the logo. It's got their blessing and everything. Oh. And it's a it's a Kickstarter board game, which, looks, like, okay. which looks pretty cool. Um, two to four players um, using cars to maneuver, dice to sell combat, and pilot cards. Like oh, man, it's got the right ships stats. and everything. Yep, it's got oh, the man. proper ships. And, yep, it looks Sweet. pretty cool. Sweet. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, yes, so Space Games, uh, the new game from Gone Home Developers Fulbright got announced, um, it's a game called Tacoma, um, place, takes place 200,000 miles from Earth on the Lunar Transfer Station Tacoma. Is it, is it actually a video game? That's a larger discussion. <laughs> I, think, I think we talked about this. No, we didn't, actually. Yes, no, we didn't, but we yes, shouldn't either. We shouldn't have, because of course it's a video game. Uh, yes, it's, uh, it looks a lot like... We don't even know what it is. Like the trailer they showed didn't show much. It showed them floating into a a very kind of Bioshock Rapture style space station where gravity had obviously failed, and then they fly up to the sign that says Tacoma, and then that's it. There wasn't a lot really there. Sure. Hopefully, I mean, if they can pull off Gone Home, like in our kind of find the story at your own pace Walk game around, in space, I'll be fine with that. Yeah. I'll be okay with that. Um, and then it's 2016. It's not even next year. It's that's right miles away they're doing the Marvel movies thing of we're announcing movies that are going to be happening in three years yeah kind great of. Um, the developers of Brothers A Tale of Two Sons which was oh. one of my favourite games of last year that I finished after we did Game of the Year um, they they had a trailer there that says hey the guy that did that has broken off and is doing his own studio is making his own studio called Hazelight and cool. is developing a game which is also called Hazelight so All right. they showed some concept art, but nothing you'd say actually what that game is. Um, Adrift is the other space game that they showed. Um, first person space survival are game. Are any of these actually space games or are they all like weird pseudo horror walk around in space games? So Adrift is, no, I mean, they're all set in space. Let's see this. Okay. Um, sure. so, but Adrift basically appears to be, I've heard people describe it as um, Gravity the Game. Like it's that kind of... Okay. space survival like basically the ship you were in has gone horribly horribly wrong and you have to survive 
Um, and uh, one of the reasons why people start paying attention to it, well, there's a couple of reasons. One, it was um, designed to have Oculus support from the start, which would probably freak me out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the company 310, who are making it, um, is headed by Adam Orth, who you might remember as the Microsoft employee who said, deal with it when the um, Xbox One internet fiasco happened, who then get let go from Microsoft. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, I remember the deal with it thing. But yeah. yeah, so that was him. So he broke off and started doing studio. It actually looks, it looks really cool. Um, oh, okay. Summer 2015, PS4 and Xbox One, and I'm assuming PC. Um, Before is the next game from the developer of Rust. So the amazingly named Face, Face Punch Studios. Yes, um, the guys that did, yeah, Rust. It looks a little like Rust, but um, a kind of low-res art style. Um, but the gameplay looks a lot like Rust. looks okay. very survival-y. So you're still running around naked with a rock. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Um, but it's very kind of low-polygon count. It looks it looks cool. It does look... It's got a very unique style on it. Um, and then they showed some more of the Order 1886, which could either be great or a complete Terrible disaster. Terrible, depending on what actually is. Yeah, yeah, they showed a section in um, a Victorian airship, which looked very pretty, but looked like a cover shooter. So, yeah. yeah. Um... Witcher 3 announced it's got multiple playable characters. Yeah, that was pretty recently. Yeah. Yes. Um, the other one's a woman. Yes. Um, they wouldn't see who it was, but chances are good. This is from the Polygon article. Uh, chances are good there will be one of the two female characters announced at this year's E3, either Siri or Yennefer. I don't know if sure. you played Witcher. I don't know if you know who that yeah. is. but uh, I don't remember. It was a while ago when I played it. Yeah. Um, there's a Godzilla game coming to PS3 and PS4. It looks very... Um, comedic focus as opposed to serious so yes, who sure. knows what that'll be um, being developed by Sumi Atari and published by Bandai Namco um, it's coming over here next year uh, they showed the King's Quest game or they showed some the new some, King's Quest game yes some gameplay from King's Quest um, actually the, the founders of Sierra Ken and Roberta Williams came out on stage to say this is a King's Quest game considering they made the original one um, and it's developed by the Odd Gentlemen, who are famous for a game which I can't remember. <laughs> oh yes, The Misadventures of PB Winterbottom was them. Oh which, yeah, that game's cool. Which is a very well-respected DS game, yeah. I seem to remember. Um, so that's 20, fall 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, Human Element um, is a game... <laughs> okay sure. moving on nice. uh, no it's they showed a trailer for a game called human element Um it's been announced it originally got announced like back when the the, the new gen of consoles got announced but nobody knew what it was Um it looks uh colorful first person motorcycle racing shooting and melee action in a apocalyptic desert environment so it's basically it's a, it's a video game it's a video game yeah okay a mad yeah. max video game Um i want to point out before we go on any further, yep, we're talking about David Jaffe and him announcing yes, what's it called drawn to death, drawn to life, or whatever drawn it's called, to, uh, drawn to life, yes, whatever it is, no, last whatever the fuck the game was, yes, whatever it is. Do you know the name of his new development studio? Oh, so I only found this out recently. It's incredible. Have you got it there? Because I yeah. can't remember the full title. Yeah, go it's for it. The Bartlett Jones Supernatural Detective Agency. That is the best games it's company so name. So brilliant. I'm like it. They, they've crafted some mythos around it where Bartlett Jones is like actually a person with like an email address and a Twitter account who's yep. legitimately a ghost hunter but also is working with these game developers. Yeah. It's I, so weird, knows? but... Who knows? That's so great. Bartlett Jones. Probably oh. the best named development company out there, I think. Yeah, probably. 
Um, I had to bring that up because it's so boring. No, for sure. I'd completely forgotten that I was an insane name. Um, Nintendo showed some footage of... Well, hmm. Nintendo showed some stuff that looked very much like Legend of Zelda Wii U footage. I did that, yes. Um, nobody really knows whether it was real or not. They played um, the open world card of see that thing over there, you can totally go to it yep. and that cool, right? And yeah. the gamepad has got a map on it that you can set waypoints on yep. and Nintendo are very much trying to look like this hasn't been a thing for about 10 years. But, yeah. you know, they were doing alright. They were doing fine. Um, it looks it looks nice. But yeah, oh, yeah it looks nice, yeah. And you can jump off the horse and shoot things in slow motion, which was kind of cool. Yep. But, um... So I don't not vanquished though. No, nothing is. Nothing ever will be. Ever. No, that game will never get made ever again. <laughs> Except for Vanquish 2, which will never exist. That'll never exist. I wish it would, but bad. So that was all the news from that. Um a couple of other small things trying to get rid of stuff that was already mentioned in there. Um yeah, the twentieth anniversary PS4 is gorgeous. They yes, sold it out is. instantly and broke the Sony website, mm-hmm. which was interesting. Um You were lucky to have gotten one if you did. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the new Nintendo 3DS. Um, so this the new Nintendo 3DS. Uh, yeah. Is Especially, it, I think, isn't it just called the new 3DS? That's I've exactly what it's called. One, yeah. yeah. Um, if you tap... Let me just get this right. If you tap the opening bar of the Super Mario Brothers theme song on the new page screen yep. of the browser, mm-hmm. the list of most visited websites will change to stage select screen, and after that, you can destroy each URL brick by brick. Yeah, it turns into Super Breakout. Yep. If you do the da 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 da, and then yeah. you get the uh, Nintendo are fucking weird. I'm sorry. They are, but they that's are. a cool little thing. That was kind of cool. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, speaking of Uncharted Four, um, did you did you watch the gameplay footage? Yes. Did you see that uh, Nathan Drake now has a brother? Yes, and he's voiced by Troy Baker. Like the world just imploded. Like yep. entire like the singularity enti- has happened. Yeah, the video game singularity happened where Troy Baker and Nolan Arthur are now in the same video game talking playing to each other, talking to one another. The only oh, thing we can make this better is if Nolan North did the same thing that he did in other video games, where he voices multiple characters. So it's Troy Baker talking to Nolan North and other people voiced by Nolan North. Oh, that'd be amazing. Oh. Um... I don't know what happened. I, I I can only assume that Naughty Dog knew exactly what they were doing, and we're like, "Yeah, we should totally do this." And they're yeah. just like, "Yep, let's go get Tri Baker in here. We'll do this." We we have to. Like that's the next logical jump, right? Mm. <sighs> We've used Nolan North enough. Let's give Baker. <laughs> let's a give Tri Baker a shot. Yeah. Um. There's an update for Drive Club that makes it rain. Doesn't make the game work though, but it makes it rain. Does it rain Drive Club and Seaman? Uh, it's not written in the patch notes, so I don't Aww. know. They've fucked up. You can't, it does give one of the patch notes does say as the ability to access club paint jobs. So I'm assuming is that in air quotations? Club paint jobs? Uh, no, it's capitalized though. So oh, I don't know. When will, uh, when will Drive Club Man get his comeuppance? He will eventually. Um, he deserves his comeuppance. So again, this is the problem with us doing these two weeks two weeks apart. Very soon after we recorded the last time, there was the final, what was supposed to be the final patch for Assassin's Creed Unity that fixes, fixes most of the problems. It didn't. It's supposed to be out today, this week. Something like that, yeah. Um, this is the mythical patch four. Um, <laughs> Only spoken of in Legends. Yeah. Patch four. Exactly. Whisper hushed tones throughout Paris. You have to climb up several towers and find <laughs> scraps of sea shanties to unlock the ability to patch your game. Um, patch four. No, it's a microtransaction. It costs you five dollars. Oh, okay, sure. Um, which, it's been delayed. Which are, the, which are the three currencies in Assassin's Creed that I need to pay for to get patch four? All of them. You can bind them All into a fourth currency that you only oh, wow. get. Um, patch coins. 
It's um, helium foils. <laughs> it just goes straight into Destiny. Basically, yeah, it's just helium. Um, it's got delayed. It's, anyway, it's the story. The patch is got yeah, delayed. It so got delayed, sure. They said something along the lines of, um, we're very... I'm trying to get the exact quote because I thought it was really funny. Is the, is the quote just, I don't fucking know, dude. It'll come out when we fix the game. No, Hold it's... Um, no, just the first quote is, um, rigorous quality control is of paramount importance to us. We want to make sure that we're actually going to fix our game. We want to make Please sure the game. We want to make sure the game that we had no quality control on originally. We have quality control on the patches that will fix the game that we had no totally. quality control on originally. Oh fuck! Um, Bravely Second is a game. Yep. Which I'm assuming is the Bravely Default it's sequel. Follow up to Bravely Default. Yep. Um, and there's a limited edition bundle that's only coming out in Japan. It looks very stylish, but I'm, hey. hell, if they can make a game that's actually like a game then yeah, I'll totally play that thing. But just don't do what you did with the first one and I'll be happy. Did you add Briefly Default to the most disappointing list? Yes, I did. And it's fucking going to win. Good. Um, So yeah, there was a... I can't remember if we talked about it last time, but um, basically there was a petition in Australia to pull GTA V from the shelves of Target and Kmart. um, Purely in Australia. Um, the petition came from women who have previously experienced sexual violence and violence in the sex industry stating that GTA 5 makes a game of bashing, killing and horrific violence against women um, and links sexual arousal and violence and the petition got 50,000 signatures and they pulled it from Australia um, so the, the only reason I'm, I'm mentioning this is like I mean that's kind of shitty but yeah, Australia's always had a pretty up and down relationship with video games that they only recently got like the equivalent of an 18 rating for video games over yeah, there um, so the quote from uh, where are we Slatoff who's Slatoff uh, Take Two Chairman and CEO Carl Slatoff um, hit out at the petition um, he said um, it's one thing for someone not to buy a piece of content which is completely understandable and that's really the solution if you don't like it and it's offensive to you then don't buy it um, for a person or group of people, uh, for a person or group of people to try and make that decision for millions of people, we have 34 million people who have bought Grand Theft Auto, and if these folks had their way, none of those people would be able to buy it. Really flies in the face of everything that free society is based on: freedom of expression and trying to squelch that is dangerous and slippery slope to go down. Yep. Which I kind of agree with. Like, yep. if you don't like it, don't buy it. You can't stop people from put- making the shit. But um, if people don't want to see it, then they won't buy it. They won't get sold. People won't buy it, and they won't make any more of them. That's how it works. Uh, I'll leave you, I'm leaving you to talk about that one. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm scared uh, now. I don't know. Do you remember Scrolls? The the other Mojang game, card game that Mojang were making. Yes. Yeah, that um, thing was kind of cool. That game came out. Um, Did it? Okay. December 11th. It was re- officially released. I played the beta for it. I thought it was pretty cool. But... Well, there you go. It now, it's now exists. Um, okay. So I, I mean I don't I didn't play that game I have no idea what it's about. It, it's it's just a TCG except it's got a tactical grid based thing that you can place your cards on so you can do weird tactical stuff. It's, it's a cool idea. Okay, cool. Um, indie studios, uh, indie studio. Where's the guy's name? Uh, Serlan. Don't know. Uh, it's uh. Weird, weird spelling. Um. But basically, they released, um, or their most recent release was a game called Take Down Red Saber, squad-based shooter from 2013. Um, the, only, the reason I'm mentioning them is because uh, they tried to get um, product liability insurance, um, basically, which is a thing that all game developers get for their products, basically, that... Um, I 
I don't even know what it's for, but it's basically like a, it protects um, in case your product does something really bizarre that you don't expect. It's insurance like for it that. It becomes sentient and kills people or something? Kind of, yeah. It's one of those okay. really weird insurance policy things. Um, basically, they, were, half of humanity. they were unwilling to find an insurer willing to underwrite their, their insurance, um, quote, due to the violent nature of the games you are producing, which I think is the oh. first time that's ever happened. So because they're making violent games, they couldn't get insurance. Which is weird, but hey, thought it was interesting. Sure. Um, Killzone Shadowfall, which was a launch game from PS4 on PS4. Um, they are introducing, so they they launched a patch called the Valor patch, which introduces a new in-game currency called Valor. How, why do games keep giving themselves multiple currencies? So this is, this is actually an alright one. Um, with Valor, players can convert points from multiplayer games into the virtual currency and buy multiplayer items that could previously only be purchased by spent with real money so they are circumventing their own uh microtransaction scheme sure so they they have uh, okay they are done selling microtransactions and i don't know letting you just buy them normally you probably still can buy them with money but mm. at least now you can get them uh peter moore chief operating officer of ea um this is a quote from the Polygon article. Um, he took Twitter last night. Uh, this was last week, sometime. Uh, took to Twitter to call it the social media site, social media site system for banning abusive accounts after receiving threats against his family through the service. Um, he said, "I got I get lots of these, but the threats to my wife and family spurred me to report this to Twitter." Um, he wrote to to Twitter, including an image of. Um, or then he wrote a tweet that included an image of Twitter's reply saying that the account in question had not broken any of Twitter's rules despite posting some pretty horrendous shit. I guess shit. it's like threats is it against people's lives and stuff like that isn't against the rules. That seems kind of... Yeah, that's kind of... Yeah, that was bad. weird. Um, so tweets came from a user Xbox Gamer 87 Great. So, you know, like, I could not come with up the more stereotypical arsenal. Well the, one, for... yeah, well, the one that I would come up with would have a couple, like, X's in front of it. Oh, yeah, it, like, think. Bugs Smoker 420, or whatever his <laughs> name is. Yeah. Um, most of these are pretty horrific, but the only one I can actually read, um, if you replace U with the letter U to show you the level of grammar I'm dealing with here. Um, you scum, I hate you, and everything related to you. I hope your wife, kids, family all die, and then there's nothing left of you. It's that kind of level of stuff, but there's a lot a lot worse there as well. Yeah. A lot of them seem to be related to the fact that he's apparently ruined FIFA. He's ruined FIFA? I don't know. I okay. Don't know. Um, I somehow doubt it because I think FIFA earns him a lot of money. So I don't think he would want to ruin it. So um, hours after the, again, this is from the Polygon article, um, hours after the spree of hateful tweets, user XboxGamer87, whose Twitter bio is at Peter Moore, EA, the one person I want to see die, defended his actions, saying they were protected free speech. Reported for... Uh, this is the, the actual tweet. Uh, reported for hoping or for wishing, lol, either one. It's a freedom of speech. Run along now, mate. So he's not even... He got called out on it and still doesn't think anything can happen to him. So he basically flipped the finger and went... He continued on. Twitter needs to do something about the shit. This is getting ridiculous. This is getting absolutely insane. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, one of those you ever see one of those news articles that you have to go and look to make sure it hasn't come from the onion yes multiple times a headline of article from the verge quotes Microsoft now accept bitcoin to buy xbox and windows apps yeah 
Yeah. So you can now use Bitcoin to fund a Microsoft account, allowing, allowing owners to purchase content from the Windows and Xbox games, music, and video stores. While Bitcoin can be added to a Microsoft account balance, it cannot be used to purchase services like Office 365. Yeah, sure. Um, it's one of the first big tech companies to support Bitcoin fully, beating rivals Apple and Google. Um, it's integrating BitPay to process Bitcoin transactions, and any money added through Bitcoin cannot be refunded. Uh, limited to the US right now. Yeah, it's a big deal, if slightly insane, but... Yeah, totally. You know, it's a big deal. Um, oh yeah, and to really rub it in, uh, Final Fantasy VII for PS3 will cost $16. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. Um, it's currently I, like, 12... I like that Square Enix still don't understand how to price stuff. It's, it's currently great. $12 on Steam and $10 on the PS Network for PlayStation 3, Vita, yeah. and PSP. And like every mobile version of the older Final Fantasy games are like £15 or whatever on the Apple iStore and stuff like that. Yeah. Even I though mean, some of them are shit. That's... It's like, it's Square Enix yeah. just got no concept. Yeah, I mean, I can maybe see $20 for, like, a faithful retranslation of, like, Final Fantasy VI, but it doesn't seem like the quality of the port's even very good. No, so. apparently the, the Final Fantasy VI port on iOS is shit. That's why I've not bought it yet. Yep. Um, okay, last couple. Um, Valve have, well, you know from your Counter-Strike, your your current Counter-Strike days and my old Counter-Strike days, mm-hmm. um, DE Train Classic. Um, yes, they remade map. that, didn't they? They have remade it uh, for yes. Counter-Strike Go. Um, it looks really cool. It's recognisable still as DU Train, but it looks really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also talk- that thing, there was like, um, what was it called? Bird hopping or something like that? On that map. So they redesigned it and there was like a flock of birds that players could oh, jump I on saw and like a bounce onto a higher area. Yeah, I saw a gif about that. That was really funny. Yeah, you could totally they, like, ride a bird. got rid of it in the first like, like first day or patch. so of the map being out. Yeah. Um... PlayStation Plus um, has given away... This is just an interesting point. PlayStation Plus has given away more than $1,300 of free games in 2014. That's pretty good. Um, this is just based on their, their um, listed store price. Um, so that's about £960 in UK. Um, yeah. Uh, Square also... Uh, so this is a, a site called Push Square. Um, they also ran their Metacritic numbers just to make sure the sh- offerings weren't crap. M- many months had an average Metacritic rating of over 80. So it's not like they're even putting up out shit stuff. It's They're putting mm-hmm. out decent games for a good price. So $50 a year is a pretty good deal for that. Um, so yeah, like I said earlier, um, the Papers, Please came out for iPads. Um, but there's a little bit of confuffle. Confuffle? Confuffle. Curfuffle. Curfuffle. Uh, when it launched, um, the initial uh, submission for it to be launched from Lucas Pope, the developer, it was rejected by um, the Apple Store. Apple rejected the build um, that originally... Um, oh yeah, this was based on like the fact that you can see naked bits, right? Yeah, so part of Papers, Please, one of the upgrades, or upgrades, the, one of the, 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 the pieces of equipped tools you get is a full body scanner, which basically shows you everything of the people that are trying to cross the border. It's yep. not at all pornographic like it's no it's it's kind of dis- drawn it's really crudely drawn and kind of disturbing to that you're it's what supposed you're doing. to make you uncomfortable oh yes yeah. it, it, it does a great job of that yeah, yes very it much was so. um, apple rejected that build for containing quote pornographic content um so yeah they they straight rejected it pope went in added pretty crudely drawn underwear on everyone and then it got accepted which is pretty bizarre but yeah that's what yeah. happens when you control the marketplace like that. Sure. Um, it's not listed here, but um, there was there was a whole post from Lucas Pope um, 
Oh, okay. Um, he, he, added, he made a post on the 12th, a couple of days after this, that said, um, Apple has now confessed that rejecting his game on the grounds that it was constitu- constituted pornography was a mistake on their part. Yeah, I saw this. Um, there was something about the fact that they saw basically the, the nudity option in the options and immediately flagged it as having pornographic content. Sure. Um, so, yeah, that's the thing. Yep. Um, so, yes, the biggest news from probably the last two weeks I'm sure you're excited about. Here's the Might of Magic 3. Oh, H- yeah. HD version. Uh, yeah. Jan- January 29th <sighs> next year. Yep. Coming to Android, iOS, and Windows PC. Hell fucking yeah, they know where their priorities are. Publishing. Uh, there was Ubi- HD versions of the classics. Uh, Ubisoft UK um, announced that, that this is coming. It's a game originally from 1999. Mm-hmm. Callum kind of likes this game a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've got a connection to it. Yeah, a little bit. I'd say. Affinity for it. Um, in addition to the graphical upgrades, it will include the original campaign scenarios, 48 maps for skirmishes, and support for local multiplayer. Fuck yes. And the PC That's version so as a map editor. Fucking brilliant, yep. Um, it's fucking great. I'm so <laughs> happy. Oh, it was so great. So, creative director of the Might and Magic series, Erwan LeBreton, which is a okay. great name, um, said, Community is at the core of the Might and Magic series, and we wanted to thank their everlasting support by bringing back the epic tale of Queen Catherine Ironfist. Which is a pretty great name. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to keep the heart of what made Heroes 3 one of the most renowned titles of the series while providing enhanced visual experience and offering the possibility to also play that game on a tablet. Yeah. Uh, that game will work really well on a tablet if they do the controls yeah, right. Yeah, I, w- I will totally pick that game up for a tablet. I'll, I will give it another shot. You hate Heroes of Might and Magic. I didn't. I, I played a lot too. I just couldn't get into it to the same degree you did. I, yeah. I played quite a lot too. Um, it's been developed by .emu. .emu? .emu, whatever. And the studio that specialises in remaking classic games, so they did um, Double Dragon Trilogy and The Out of This World. Um, yeah, they they released a video of a guy, like an actual artist, doing the process of HDifying the Hydra from the Dungeon Clan. I need it to look really nice. I need to see that video. See if too much of it. Recognise? Um, yeah, and they I'll, all, I'll pull up. And Ubisoft also announced that um, Heroes Seven is coming in 2015. He's a Magic Seven. Yes. Cool. No, sorry. This is okay. I don't know if this is different, but Might and Magic Heroes Seven. No. Uh, oh yeah, because they renamed it. Yeah. Okay. That's so right. that is the next Heroes Might and Magic. Because Six was Might and Magic Heroes Six. So yeah. Right. Okay. So it is coming. Sweet. There's a new one as well. Oh, everything's coming up me now. Right. This is <laughs> everything's coming up, Callum. Everything's coming up me. I'm um, pretty pretty hype now. It's in development with Limbic Entertainment. It will set players in the fantasy world. Yeah. Focuses on a civil war brewing in the Holy Empire following the murder of the Empress. Spoilers, sure. maybe. I um, the end of six, I never finished six. With an empty throne, the Council of Six Advisors working to find an heir and stop the fighting. It would yes. respect the series' long-standing tradition as well as introduce new features. Um, by signing up to join the Shadow... I'm just reading from the Polygon article here. Okay. By signing up to join the Shadow Council through the Might Magic 7 Heroes website, players will be able to share ideas for the game. The forum will grant access to developers and allow players to comment on and influence the game's content. The first task in the Shadow Council is to vote for the two of the six planned factions for the game. You should probably get on that. What, and just tell them how to build their gate? Yeah, basically. Like, they should just hire you on as a contractor and say, guys. Well, no, because all I would say is, like, dude, you just need to make an HD remake of Heroes of Night 93, and they've already well, done that. They're doing that. So. Yeah, so. Okay, fair enough. Your work here is done. I'm not, yeah, I've, I've got what I need. Like, send them the seven, seven can be shit as it wants if I can get an HD version of Heroes 3. <laughs> really? You wouldn't want, like, a new Heroes? Well, six was pretty mediocre. Like, I'd still happily play, like, another game of 3 over 6. 
So Fair if they make a shit, if they make a shit version of six, then I've still got HD three to go and play. Unless they fuck up the HD version of three somehow, I don't know how you can. But I was going to say, like, if you're keeping the same same template, you can't really do much of it. Ah, who knows? They'll find a way to fuck it up. Uh, that is all the news I have. So I don't know if you have anything else. Was there anything? No, else? my news uh, was just they're remaking HD Heroes: Magic Three. That's probably the most important bit of news. See, this is why I don't let you in charge of news because if that was it, we'd just be talking about this for like another yeah, hour. Yeah, it would be that. It would be that, and how good that song by Junior Senior is. So are you still on this Junior Senior? Yeah, yeah. Track. It's still there. Good. Like it's still it's still on rotation. It's I like wa- that. The music from Persona. Um, some other songs from the nineties. Some songs from the eighties, and then it just goes on a loop. That's it. So I, I was I was very pleased when I pulled up our lists for game of the year and saw that you just written junior senior for most of the best music category. Well, right, I I can make an argument for this. Really, really, yeah. yeah. The best video game music of twenty fourteen is junior senior. That's not what's written on the page. June. What's written <laughs> on the page is best music. Right. I, okay. I argue that Junior Senior Rhythm Bandits is possibly some of the best music. I may need to refine the title of that. Maybe that you category. should. <laughs> or else we'll have a very different discussion when it comes up. So, uh, what are you doing for the next two weeks? Um, uh, oh god, it's Game of the Year time. So it is Game of the Year time. So we I'll be write, writing a that. list and recording video because you want me to. And... Yeah, so the next, uh, so the next uh, recording is the, 20, well, the 30th of December. Yep. So that podcast that goes up the twenty ninth or that goes up that day will hopefully be the game of the year podcast. Hopefully, the, del- the deliberations, air the deliberations podcast. Um, yeah. We will start off with that, um, and then we'll have our, our our individual lists, and then I will try and get the video put together. Sure, that I kind of want to do um, sometime after that. But yeah, so that's that's what you can look forward to. Um, games wise, are you just back? You're just going to be doing Dragon Age forever, yep. basically. Dragon Age Persona. Uh, sure. I'll play Borderlands if it goes on sale. If there are any interesting games that go on sale, like uh, this War of Mine sounds like an interesting game. Yeah, get I, that I, for cheap. I, yeah if I can pick it up in the sale, I might, I might do that. Um, when did you say the sale starts? Wednesday? Thursday. Thursday. Okay. I will keep an eye I on I think. It. And then if anything else interesting turns up, then I might just pick it up. But yeah. True. Um, I will be bringing home, um, at Christmas time, I will bring home the uh, Jackbox Oh, games. sweet. Yeah, that games. Because I feel that that I think that would go down pretty well. I don't know, would it? <sighs> yeah, do you don't think the family playing Fibbage would be interesting? No, I don't. Oh, okay, at least the drawing game. I still don't think that would work. <laughs> well, we'll give it a shot. Also, I just really want to play that game. Yeah, I want to play it as well, but I just think that it's gone. It's gotten past the point. Remember when we tried to play Munchkin with our parents and they just didn't get that it? Was, that was super complicated, though. That was like, this is yeah. pretty simple. We'll give okay. it a shot. So I'll be playing that. I'm going to get the Talos Principle. Um, I'll probably record something about that this week or next week, hopefully. Sure. Um, just because I need to record something. And I need to get that iPad stuff sorted. I just, um, as Cam alluded to at the start of this, I had to go flat hunting for the past couple of weeks. So I yeah, have not been... Yeah, you kicked out your place. I have been... I've not been kicked out. I didn't do anything well, wrong. You will, you will get kicked out. They are selling place. the place I'm currently in. So um, I've been flat hunting for two weeks, which is why nothing's been up on the site recently. <laughs> um, so yeah... Uh, that's what I'll be doing for the next two weeks so we'll be back then with our the start of our game of the year 2014 discussions oh yeah that's going to be a hell of a podcast this, one, this one's going to be interesting because there's not actually like there, there are very few games that both you and I have played I know we're going to need to make arguments for each other's yeah um, to get on positions and stuff. yeah and we'll we'll see how that goes but there's, we have a little bit more structure to it this year so it should be interesting sure 
So we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, until then, keep an eye on GameEngineStart.com, which is the website where you'll find all of our stuff, the articles, the podcast, and the videos will be there. Uh, videos are also on YouTube.com slash GameEngineStart. They'll usually go up there a day before they appear on the site for reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is there? Facebook and YouTube, uh, Twitter. We're on there. If you search for GameEngineStart, you'll find us there. If you want to follow along with what we're doing, um, podcast at GameEngineStart.com is the email address. And that's about it. So stay tuned in the next couple of weeks for Game of the Year stuff. And we'll be back later. One man, two men will enter, one man will leave. Well, hopefully two men will leave. No, no, no. We're fighting this to the death. Oh, is this? We're fighting fighting for control of the site. Okay. That's that's what Game of the Year is. Oh, okay. So in January, this will be a one-man podcast. Well, no, yeah. Well, yeah, but I've got people I can bring on. Because I'm the one. So I've got people. Oh, sure. So you're just going to... Is this just like mutiny? Is this basically what this is? Basically, yeah. <laughs> okay. You know well, that, that guy I've got to write guest article for? Yes. It's going to be me him. Okay, sure. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. All right, we'll be back in two weeks. See you, everyone. Bye.